Hello, welcome back to Girls Gone Healthy. Today's conversation is with my friend Devin, and it's all about this idea of being in the messy middle of dieting, because chances are you've probably tried a diet before, maybe you've also gone on the other end and tried intuitive eating before, and I don't know about you, but neither of these fit for me. Neither of these felt right. I felt like I was always like at war, at this like weird in between and I never really knew what to call it and so we talked about what that is and what it looks like and she has a name for it I mean she didn't coin it but we talked about this idea of informed eating and how it could actually be the perfect balance of what you're looking for so I'm really excited for you to hear this conversation that we had Before we get started, this conversation actually happened live in our Facebook group. So every single guest episode is live as a training in the Facebook group where you can come hop on and watch it. It's video, it's unedited, you can ask questions as we're there. So make sure you join. The link is right down below. It's Girls Gone Healthy, Healthy Tips in Your 20s but I don't know if you can even search that. So just click the link below to come join and you can have a first look at these conversations. So with that, I hope that you enjoy this week's episode. I think that it's one you'll really resonate with. Today, guys, we are joined by Devin. She's a former biologist turned health coach and holistic nutritionist. She's also the host of Busy Girl's Guide to Health, and I was recently a guest on it, so go check it out. But, you know, she just believes that nutrition is power and that she aims to make it evidence-based health and nutrition information, just fun, easy to understand. I'm so excited that you're joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me, Emily. The interview with you on my show is going to go live tomorrow, Monday. So I'm super excited for that episode because I loved what we talked about, which was like one of my main takeaways anyway from that episode was that, you know, it's all about like finding out what you want to get out of fitness. And so that was like kind of like eye opening for me in like a fitness sense. And since we talked about it, I have really been starting to think about that with my clients in terms of nutrition. So I really appreciated that you said that. Yeah, no, I'm glad that you got that from it because it's like, you know, a lot of times we jump into something because like we expect it a certain way or someone expects something from us. So, you know, just taking that time with both fitness and nutrition of like, what do I want out of this is like a huge wake up call. You don't have to be so hard on yourself all the time. Yeah, for sure. And I think too, the way that I've been going with the nutrition stuff is what would a positive relationship with food even look like? Because I ask people that question and they're like, I've never even thought about that because it's not something that we think about. And I think that in a lot of ways, there's a lot of pressure for us to either gravitate toward intuitive eating or dieting or like, you know, there's like, do this, like, this is the right way. But we already have the answers in inside of us, right? We just have to listen (laughs) to ourselves and figure out where we want to go from there. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. And so I love, you know, one of the things that you talk about is this idea of like the messy middle when it comes to dieting. So I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about what that means and why it's important. Yeah, for sure. And so I am not like the coiner of the term messy middle, but basically it's this idea of being like somewhere in the middle of someone who is on a diet all the time and someone who's like counting calories and viewing food and as like a negative thing, maybe obsessively tracking. And then being in between that and someone who is like 
totally intuitive eating, anti-diet, all of this, because I think that I spend a lot of time in the anti-dieting space because I really resonate with it. But at the same time, most people may not necessarily be ready to dive right into that. Because like, if you've been dieting your whole life and you've like seen food as like this thing to be controlled and uh, you know, that kind of thing, it's really hard to just be like, oh yeah, I reject that. Like I'm going to be, you know, I'm just going to listen to my body all the time. There's just so much advice out there that love your body and, and listen to it. But where do we actually go from there? And where do we actually like see that play out in practice? And I like intuitive eating. I like the framework. I'm not going to like, you know, say anything against it, but it is very, like some people find it very rigid and some people just quite, aren't quite there yet. Right. And I think we kind of talked about like right before we jumped on here, especially for your audience, if, if you've spent most of your life in, you know, a world that people are really using food as this way to either improve performance or maybe control your weight, it can be really hard to come out of that mentality. Yeah, because with dieting, right, you can get to a place where you're like, okay, dieting is not working for me. Like, I want to give it up. But if you look at, like, the alternative option, you might not be ready to give up, like, the results that dieting promises or maybe the results that even dieting got you, right? Because a lot of people do see short-term success with it. And so it can be a huge jump if all of a sudden you're like, I'm done dieting. And then it's like, but I don't want all the consequences that come with that. Yeah, for sure. And like, that's the thing, right? Is our society really stigmatizes weight gain. So if you don't want to gain weight, but you also don't want to diet, you're kind of stuck in this, like, I feel guilty about gaining weight. And like, it's just kind of, it's like a safer option almost, right? Like it's, it's familiar, it's comfortable, like, yeah, we don't know where to go. Yeah, because I kind of resonate with that, too, because I, if someone asked me, Emily, like, how do you eat? I, like, there's no way to describe it because I don't really align with the intuitive eating because I do, you know, not force myself to eat healthier, but there's times where I have more of a meal plan, but there's no sort of restrictions that I follow. So it's like, you know, I still kind of just live in that messy middle of, I don't know, like some days I feel more comfortable with it and more intuitive, but it's definitely like a sliding scale. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that's really like important is that's okay. You don't have to be firmly in one camp or firmly in the other camp. And I don't know, like I said, I spend a lot of time in the anti-diet space. And I think that unfortunately, some of the rhetoric from these people who are proponents of it is very much like, well, if you don't reject diet culture, you're a bad person or something like, and I can't think of any specific examples. I'm sure none of them would come right out and say that, but there is almost like a, you know, you're not doing it right. I I really think, yeah, like we were saying, your, your audience who like is coming from a place of I'm an athlete. I'm someone who has always been super fit. And like, you know, if you're working out hours a day and then you go to a place of maybe now you're only exercising like a regular amount, it can be really hard to navigate these things because it's like, well, my body is changing and I don't want that. Right. And I don't know if that's something that you've noticed with your audience, but that's just what kind of was coming to mind for me. Yeah. No, because I feel like I was at that spot 
when I'm transitioning out of athletics, right? Like as an athlete, I'm like, food is fuel, right? Like I need so much food and I like am using this as energy. And it was seen as such like a good thing almost. But when I made that transition out and I'm no longer working out at the same level or sometimes not working out at all. <laughs> and my only messaging that I've had is like food is fuel. Then it's like, okay, well, now do I have to, like, earn my food? Like, now do I have to work out more to earn it? And it's almost like, you know, you have to redefine what it looks like. Yeah, that's totally true. Yeah, I like the word redefine because I think regardless of where – like, what stage of life that you're in, I think that a lot of us could really benefit from, yeah, just, like, taking a step back. And and like what I was saying before, thinking what would a positive relationship with food look like because like for me like I'm a huge foodie I love cooking I love like eating at restaurants that's like a big part of my life and so if I wasn't able to do those things I would feel really restricted but some people like don't care right they're like I just will eat whatever is around like I can eat the same foods all the time that kind of thing so I don't think we should try to push one way or the other on people. And and that's a big thing for my clients is they feel like they need to be like making these elaborate meal preps all the time or, oh, they have to indulge all the time. Some people feel better when they don't eat junk food, which is fine. Yeah. So with your own journey, like I know that you had been dieting in the past, you're on this yo-yo diet. When you decided to quit, were you able to kind of start pulling out a diet culture or were you in this messy middle of like, I want to quit, but then I go back? Yeah, that that's interesting because I, I recently did a podcast episode with my story about dieting because I kind of went from a place of being really obsessed with clean eating. I read Tosca Reno's book, like the Eat Clean Diet, but I just latched onto it and was like, oh my God, I have to follow all of these rules to a T. I can't eat cheese. I can't eat bagels. I can't eat cookies. And I kind of just like did this so strongly for two years, I guess. Like I was kind of just like flip-flopping between I have to follow the rules and then no, I want to live my life, eat everything. And neither one made me feel good. Eating everything in sight didn't make me feel good. And now obviously I have formal training in nutrition and I'm also, I was a biologist. Like I know the science behind why certain foods make me feel a certain way. So I always like to describe my methods as informed eating because you can understand the science and you can understand why certain foods make you feel a certain way and also indulge, right? So For me, like I eat a high protein diet because other than now, because I'm in recovery from surgery, but you know, I usually, I like to lift heavy things. I like to exercise a lot. So in order to be able to do that, I have to eat enough protein. I have to eat enough food overall and eat a balanced diet. Yeah. I love that informed eating. That applies a lot more to, I feel like what I talk about and what I do. And I'd never heard that before. I, I think it's becoming more of a term that's wider used because I don't know. I just like to exist in this middle area where, yeah, you can understand that eating more vegetables makes you feel good and also not feel like you can't have cake or whatever you want to eat. Right. And I just don't, it just doesn't have to be these extremes. Yeah. What I think is really interesting with your story and what probably made it really hard too is you know, your diet wasn't like, okay, I'm doing keto, but then you realize that carbs are good, or you weren't like vegan and then realize, oh, I can add in these like things. Like you were on a clean diet, which 
right? Like, it is good from the outside looking in, right? You're like, oh, I cut out fast food. I cut out, like, bagels or whatever else. So how does that look like for you now, right? Where you're like, you want to include these foods that you were eating on this clean diet, but you also had kind of like that disordered background with it. I remember thinking, I remember seeing myself in the mirror at one point and being like, I'm so skinny. I love this. And it was like almost, it was just, I don't know. I I have a whole journey with this, but it definitely like my self-worth was very attached to being thin. And I think I really had to let go of that before things could really come together for me. But it, it took a long time. And like I usually say, there was no like lightning bolt moment where this all came together for me. Like it has it's still a journey, you know, I'm still reevaluating my relationship with food all the time. Yeah, no, it definitely like gets blurry, you know, with that clean eating, because I feel like what happens for me is like, maybe I'll have like one week where I ate like three meals a day, and they're all really filling and nutritious. And like, I didn't have any alcohol, and I didn't stay up late. And I feel so good that then I'm almost thinking to myself, I'm like, what if I did this all the time? And what if you know, instead of having the dessert two times this week, I dropped it to zero. Like, would that make me feel even better? And I like feel myself almost like getting down this steep path of like, no, that could be like way too much then, right? Like it doesn't need to be like 100% of the time, but it is, you know, that blurry in between. Yeah, for sure. And I think there is something to be said too. Like we as people like to feel in control of things, right? So, you know, if you are going through a difficult time or like we've all been in this pandemic for a year now, (laughs) um, I think that a lot of people have been struggling with their relationship with food because whether it's turning to dieting or whether it's indulging a lot, we feel in control of that. And we feel like, yeah, I'm using food as a comfort or like I'm using dieting as a way to cope with this other crappy thing that's happening. So I think that that is really important to note too, is that dieting can feel really comfortable and it can feel like we're taking control of our lives, right? Because I don't know when, when I was clean eating all the time, I felt like I was in control of my food. You know, I was like, yep, I only do this. And I felt very like, righteous and principled and like looking back at it now like I don't wouldn't want to do that anymore which is why I go for for a more informed approach because yeah like I know I feel better when I don't drink a couple nights ago I had drinks and the next morning I was like I don't want to drink ever again like I feel like as I get older (laughs) drinking is like worse on my body and it's the same thing with food I think before we start to indulge and before we start to like go towards a more intuitive place, we need to think about like, how is this going to make me feel? How do I want to feel after indulging in this thing? Because that's a big thing too, is, you know, you're going to have a Sunday or something. Awesome. Like, am I going to feel guilty after this? Because if I'm going to feel guilty afterwards, that doesn't really help me. Yeah. No, I love what you said, you know, like we kind of like to have control of it or feel like we have control of it and that's another thing with you know on either end of either intuitive eating or a specific diet like they both have rules and guidelines that you're supposed to follow because we like to follow rules right like we feel like accomplished if we can like check something off and that's just kind of how we function so you know to say to someone like oh no you can eat whatever whenever 
that could be almost so much scarier than having something that they're following. Yeah, for sure. And it all comes down to personal choice, right? Like if someone comes to me and they say like, I love structure, like it makes me feel good. I love discipline, then fine. Like I'm not going to try to change their mind and say, oh no, you have to reject all of that because that's not productive either. We can create a lifestyle that works for us. And I am not that way at all. Like I don't like structure. I feel very restricted by things like routines or meal plans or anything like that. So I don't live my life that way. But some people love it, right? They they feel good knowing like, this is what I'm going to eat today. This is what I'm going to get up to. Like, you know, I have a morning routine. Yeah, I think it's it's just really about finding out what works for you. And honestly, like, I think that's much harder to do is, is figuring out what works for you than just to like jump on a diet or jump on an intuitive eating or jump on whatever framework because those things are already like made out for you, right? How do you usually recommend that someone that you're working with like approaches this? How do people find kind of what works for them or how do people start getting more clearer on what direction they're going? Yeah, for sure. So obviously like in my coaching practice, coaching is very helpful. I honestly, I I don't mean to like toot my own horn, but it's really hard to go through this alone and without a coach and with, or without someone who can guide you through. Um, but there are things that you can do for sure. Um, the, the one thing I always tell people, which I said before, was really start to think about how you want your relationship with food to look. Like if you could just wave a magic wand and feel any which way about food, what would you want? Because most of us don't ask ourselves this question, right? Like I said, so I think that it really like you have to get really honest with yourself and you have to get really deep, deep down. And, and also too, like a big thing that I work through with my clients is actually like, what has shaped your relationship with food? Right. And, and for you, for example, like athletics has been a big part of shaping your relationship with food for other people. It's like how their family members thought about food. Um, I especially, I had one client who was like, oh yeah, like my mom and sister were always dieting and that really affected me. So it's going back to where do these mindsets come from and are they something that you want to bring forward in your future? And if not, then you have to try, try to work through them and be like, okay, this is where it's coming from and this is why I want to move past it. Yeah. No, I really like that because I guess that's kind of what I already do without knowing that's what I do of like asking myself like kind of what do I want this to look like my relationship with food because I think that it's been changing a lot even like week to week I kind of ask myself I'm like is this a week where I want to be like proactive and I'm going to go to the grocery store to get all the ingredients I need and I'm going to like make it easy for myself and cook a lot or is my nutrition this week kind of going to be on the back burner and the back thought and it can change but going into it kind of being like what do I expect from myself so that way you don't feel things like the guilt or the shame if you're like oh I just eat that all but I didn't mean to Mm -hmm, for sure and I think yeah like you said there has to be some element of giving up control like even if you are someone who feels comforted by control there has to be times in life where you give that up if you are going through like a life change like you're moving you like maybe your audience isn't quite there, but like if you were trying to get pregnant or something, like you have to kind of surrender to the fact that your body 
is telling you things sometimes that you need to listen to, you're going to be forced to listen otherwise, <laughs> you know, and, and if you step away from this lifestyle of like super intense athletics, your body is probably going to change. Right. And that's just like kind of inevitable. You can't be an elite athlete for like 50 years. Right. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah, like your schedule's changing and then your body's changing, your food is going to have to change too. And I think, yeah, I like visualizing it that way, you know, like it's all kind of working together. So then when you make a change to your nutrition and then that ripple effects, it's going to come back and you're going to have to change it again, right? Like it's always something that's changing. Yeah, for sure. And I think we don't normalize that enough. I, you know, I'm 25. And I see a lot of people saying things like, oh, you shouldn't like want your high school body and like, I think that's true, right? Like you can't expect to have the same body that you did when you were like 15, right? Because at some point your body's going to change whether you want it to or not, you know, like (laughs) you're going to get wrinkles or gray hair or something eventually. So I don't know. I do think there has to be like some elements of like giving up control and, and just like accepting that, that, yeah, like that your body and your relationship with food is going to change. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love this. Is there any one last piece of advice or message that you'd love to leave everyone with? Embrace where you're at, like whether you are dieting, whether you are like, I don't know, intermittent fasting or like trying to get out of that mentality, like just embrace where you're at and just kind of say like, it's okay that I'm here right now. And how can I take small steps towards getting where I want to be? And where do I actually want to be? Yeah, no, I love this. This was such a like, refreshing conversation. And I hope that you know, if you're listening to this, like, it almost feels like comforting of like, I don't need to know exactly what I'm at. I don't need to know exactly like, all the control of everything. Like I can be where I'm at. Like everything's kind of like fine, right? Like, I feel like we almost put ourselves in crisis mode. And you don't need to be. Yeah, so thank you so much for this conversation. Uh, Where can everyone find out more about you, work with you, all of that? Yeah, for sure. So I am the host of the Busy Girls Guide to Health podcast. You can find it on all of your favorite podcast players, or you can connect with me on Instagram at devin.derksen, D-E-V-Y-N dot D-E-R-K-S-E-N. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this podcast, do me a favor and take a screenshot right now and post it on your Instagram story. You can tag me at Girls Gone Healthy Podcast at Girls Gone Healthy Podcast. Come say hi. Come say what's up. I'd love to connect with you and this would help support me to continue bringing you free content. See you next time. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.